Good morning. Today is Friday, May 7th, 2021. This week's Torah portion is the double parsha of Bahar Bahukosai, and I'd like to focus on one verse in the first part, the parsha of Bahar. What I want to share with you is based on an essay by Rabbi Yisachar Friend. The Torah says, V'chisim kuru mimkar lamisecha, when you sell an object to your fellow, or you purchase an object from your fellow, do not victimize one another. Meaning, Rashi says, cheating, don't cheat. Don't cheat the other person. Cheating is not good, it's stealing, it's lying. Don't cheat the other person. It makes perfect sense that this verse, which is covers a wide area of life, of any kind of financial dealings that we have, going to the store, being in business, anything to do with finances should occur in this Parsha of Bahar because the beginning of the Parsha talks about the Shemitah year, the sabbatical year. And... The sabbatical year means, and this coming Rosh Hashanah is the beginning of the sabbatical year. So during the time when the base of Middash was standing and the, all the laws were in place, the sabbatical year means that uh, farmers do not plant. And whatever grows on its own is shared evenly with the gates unlocked with whoever wants to come and take it. So <laughs> you can imagine Farmers are going to be worried. How are we going to support ourselves if for a whole year we're not working? So the Torah says, God tells them, don't worry. I will take care of you. I will make sure that in the year before you have an extra crop, extra profit that will last you through the seventh year until you have a chance to plant and start to harvest in the eighth year. So, God says, don't worry about it. And that is part of a larger theme that's expressed very widely in rabbinic literature that on Rosh Hashanah, God determines how much each person will earn that year. Of course, we have to do our part. We have to work. We have to put in the effort. But ultimately, how much we are going to have in the year is determined by God on Rosh Hashanah, which means that if God wants us to get it, we're going to get it. So if we'll get it in one form or we'll get it in another form, if um, we're not going to be planting or harvesting this year, Hashem will have provided extra the year before. That is the concept which underlies, the, from a psychological point of view, the prohibition against cheating. Why does a person cheat? Okay, the truth is there are a couple of reasons why a person cheats, but let's just focus on one of them because I want a little bit more money. I want a little bit more, a few extra dollars or a few extra million dollars. I want to cheat a little bit. I want more. Everybody wants more. But if a person really internalizes that God will determine how much a person has, and if I seem to have a windfall from one place, it's not extra over what I would have earned because God determined that already on Rosh Hashanah. So that means somewhere else where I might have had a, 
uh, profit. I'll have a loss. It's going to work out. If I really believe that, then what's the point of cheating? Number one, I'm doing something wrong. And number two, it's not going to get me anything. I'm not going to benefit from it because I'm still only going to get the amount that Hashem wants me to get. Now, this idea is very hard for a lot of people to internalize. But it is true. And we should try to keep it in mind when we go about any kind of financial interaction. It doesn't help to cheat because we're not going to get any more. So I want to share this story. It's an amazing story about Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky. Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky was a great Torah leader of the previous generation. And among his many, many uh, abilities and talents, he was a great scholar and a teacher, but he also was a man of such sterling character, such honesty and integrity. The stories that are told about him, I've shared some of those stories with you in the past. Today, I'll share another story. So one of Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky's sons was Rabbi Nasan Kamenetsky. I actually had the privilege once to meet Rabbi Nasan Kamenetsky, a wonderful man. So one time it happened that Rabbi Nasan wanted to trace his father's roots. Of course, his father, Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky, was born in Lithuania and was a rabbi in Lithuania before coming to the United States. So, uh, Rabbi Nasan took a visit back to the tiny village in Lithuania where his father, Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky, was the rabbi of the town, a small town. He was the rabbi of the town. And while Nassim was there, he learned a very interesting fact. He learned that although we know most of Lithuanian Jewry was wiped out, murdered in the Holocaust, almost all of the residents of this particular town survived the Holocaust. So, Rabnasan Kamenetsky went to the mayor of the town and he asked him if you could explain how it is that the Jews in this small town in the middle of Lithuania were successful in being saved and all around people were wiped out, God forbid. So the mayor said, yes, I'll tell you exactly how it happened. He said, before the war, there was a man who became the mayor of this town. Before he was the mayor, he was the postmaster of the town. His job was the mail. And this postmaster had a secret test for any clergy, not just rabbis, but any clergy. It was a test of their integrity, a little private game he had going with himself to see who was really an authentic spiritual leader and who was kind of masquerading as one. And the test was when someone would come in to buy stamps, he would intentionally give back the wrong amount of change. And he would wait to see if the customer would return the extra change or keep it for themselves. He did this three times with Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky. 
And each time, Rabbi Yaakov noticed that he had received more change than he was owed, and he gave it back. He gave back the money each time, three times. The postmaster was so impressed with Rabbi Yaakov Kabanetsky, and Rabbi Yaakov was the head of the Jewish community, so that years later, when this postmaster became the mayor of the town, whenever he became aware that the Nazis were planning some kind of action that would have killed the Jews in his community, he would tell them, he would warn them, and they would either go into hiding or they would take some other defensive action. And that's how the Jews of this city were saved. Amazing story. All because a man was careful not to cheat. And it wasn't his fault. The guy gave him back extra change, but he was so careful he gave it back. So when Rav Kamenetsky came back home, he told this story to his father. So he said to his father, Rav Yaakov, he said, do you remember the post office? Do you remember the postmaster? Do you remember having been given more change and you gave it back? So, so Rav Yaakov said, he said, I don't exactly remember that story specifically. All I remember is the postmaster in that small town, he did not know how to count. My friends, altonu ish es achiv. Do not cheat another person. It's wrong. It is a chil Hashem. It desecrates God's name. And you won't benefit from it because the amount we're going to receive is already decided. So it's not worth it. You won't benefit. My friends, I want to wish you a great day, an honest day. I wish you a fantastic Shabbos. And I look forward to seeing all of you soon in person.